Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Mr. Max Science Subjects Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about outdoor cats and the problems with keeping an outdoor cat in relation to your cat's health and all the other animals and the environment around the area. This is yet another topic that's not really specific to any particular course at the Belmont CTE Center. This is more of just general knowledge because a lot of you have cats. I'm sure a lot of you actually care about the cats, and it's this is good information to know if you are in that situation. Also, if you don't have a cat, maybe at some time in the future you'll end up having one, and still, you would like to know all this stuff. Sorry if you just heard the Microsoft Teams little bubble notification sound come up. I still do not know how to edit that out. Outdoor cats are a unique problem among pets because they're the only kind of pet that people keep that people ex- very frequently just let outside to wander around without any kind of real confinement. Even like livestock, like horses or sheep or cattle, those are let outside, but they're at least in a confined area and the owners don't expect them to just wander out into the wilderness. Cat owners will just let their pets outside and really no other kind of pet in this country is very frequently allowed to do that. Dog owners, dogs can go outside, but usually they're in a fence and yard. They can't just wander the neighborhood. Bird owners don't let their birds just fly outside. Snake owners don't let their snakes just outside whenever they please. It's really only cat people who allow their pets to go outside like this, and that has introduced a large number of very unique problems to outdoor cats that you don't see in other kinds of animals. There's this cultural kind of conception that cats need to be let outside to be happy, which certainly a cat that is allowed outside will enjoy that time that it spends outside but there are a host of problems that really all outdoor animals would have to face but for really whatever reason i can't quite put my finger on it people have just decided that this isn't a problem for cats or they just don't care or they simply don't know i don't want to sound like i'm saying that cat owners are like bad people or negligent people or anything like that A lot of the information in today's podcast is going to be coming directly from the Humane Society, which, frankly, a lot of reptile owners don't get along terribly well with the Humane Society. The Humane Society does not believe that reptiles make good pets and should not be kept in captivity. I obviously disagree with that, but the information they present on this topic appears to be valid. According to them, an indoor cat has roughly a life expectancy of about 17 years, a cat that is kept outdoors or goes outdoors very frequently has a lifespan, an expected lifespan, of about two to five years, which is less than a third or less than a fifth of the life expectancy of an indoor cat. That sounds like a very big difference, but really it should not be that surprising. If you are a responsible pet owner, we're going to go ahead and assume that you're not keeping your cat indoors with an animal that's going to try to kill and eat that cat on a regular basis. You're probably not keeping it with a wild coyote or an eel or a really big snake that just slithers around your house. And a cat that's being kept indoors is probably not going to be hit by a car. Cats that are let outdoors are at very high risk of being hit by a car of being poisoned by someone trying to poison a different animal or is intentionally trying to poison cats for whatever reason. Um, They may get into fights with other cats and contract diseases or parasites like lungworms or liver flukes. They also have an unfortunate tendency to make the neighbors very upset if they don't want cats around. Cats have a reputation for leaving toxoplasma-laden feces wherever they go. Whether or not that's true or not, whether or not the cat is actually contaminated with toxoplasma, that does make people nervous if they have kids or their own pets who go outside. 
if they know that your cats are going to their yard that might make them very afraid or very nervous or very angry and they will either try to trap the cat and take it away from you like give it to an animal shelter or they may just kill it this may also happen if the neighbor has like a bird feeder or a frog pond or just likes the animals there in the yard and then if your cat goes outside and kills and eats all of them that will also make them very upset and that can lead to very bad things the impact that cats have on other animals should not be understated a large number of various types of small birds, mammals, and reptiles are now considered endangered or have gone completely extinct as a result of feral cats and outdoor cats being let out. This is really more of a problem in the tropics or in areas where there naturally aren't small felines hunting them. A lot of animals where there are no cats, or at least there's not normally supposed to be cats, they don't know to avoid cats. They don't recognize cats as a predator, so cats can very easily wipe them out. Something like a flightless bird on an island will not realize that a cat is a threat, and then they will go extinct because the cats will eat them all. New York State specifically does not really have animals that are totally naive to the threat of cats, but there are still quite a few animals here that are not very well equipped to deal with cat predation. So a lot of small birds and a lot of small ground-dwelling mammals have drastically reduce their populations as a result of cats eating them all, which again, depending on who your neighbors are, they may not want that to happen. According to the Smithsonian, every year outdoor cats in the United States kill 2.4 billion birds and 12.3 billion small mammals every year. Granted, most of those are not exactly endangered animals, but that is still a lot of things being killed and eaten by a pet that really should not have been left outside in the first place. The reverse can also be true. New York State has a surprisingly large number of large animals that can eat cats, like particularly the eastern coyote, which is much larger than a normal coyote. The coyotes in New York and Pennsylvania are almost the size of wolves because eastern coyotes have a mixed parentage of wolf, dog, and coyote in their ancestry. So the coyotes around here are quite big, and they're also very good at catching cats. According to a study done by the School of Environmental Science and Forestry in Syracuse, actually that's the school that I went to for undergrad, they did a study out in California, I believe, actually, and they found that every time a coyote and an outdoor cat crossed paths, 6 out of 10 times, 60% of the time, the coyote would actually end up catching and eating the cat, which is an extremely high number for a mammal hunting another mammal. Normally when an animal is hunting another animal, like a cat is chasing a rat, or a lynx is chasing a rabbit, or a dolphin is trying to catch a fish, or whatever else, on average, the hunter will lose and the animal will get away about three out of four times. A predatory animal usually only catches the thing it's hunting about one in every four times. In the case of coyotes and cats specifically, the coyote gets the cat 60% of the time, which is an extraordinarily high number, which means that outdoor cats have an unusually bad ability or have an unusually bad sense to actually evade predators. Again, the coyotes over in the east coast where we live are much bigger than the ones out in California and they will eat more cats if they get the chance to. This problem actually gets worse if you go to southern Florida where, or again to California where they're either Burmese pythons or feral boa constrictors loose. The domesticated cat's ancestors evolved in an area where there are not big giant snakes that will eat them. So domesticated cats have very poor sense of recognizing that a big snake is something that's dangerous and they have very poor senses to actually evade them. Snakes for their part 
really like cats because they're kind of skinny and they're easy to swallow. So definitely don't let your cats out if there have to be giant snakes in the area. Thankfully there are not really any of those in New York. What there are in New York though are larger birds of prey like like eagles or great horned owls will also attack and eat cats. Last but not least, outdoor cats, if they're not spayed and neutered, will contribute directly to a pretty considerable overpopulation problem where a lot of animal shelters are really badly overwhelmed with cats being brought in from outdoor or from feral colonies. So it's estimated right now that anywhere from 3 to 4 million cats enter animal shelters every year and about half of them are euthanized just because there's nowhere to put them. They really can't be let back out so they're just unfortunately they're just put down outdoor cats unfortunately increase the euthanasia rates for all sorts of cats that end up in animal shelters just because of how badly they almost alone overwhelm the system if the cats were neutered and spayed this would not be as much of a problem they would have fewer kittens fewer animals would end up inside of animal shelters and rescue agencies and then there wouldn't be as much need to euthanize so many of the animals because of just a simple lack of resources all of this is generally less of a problem for barn cats specifically because they usually have a pretty set territory where they don't go out of and there's not as much wildlife for them to eat actually usually that's the point of keeping them around for them to like eat squirrels and chipmunks and rats and other things that that a farmer specifically doesn't have around also on a farm a cat is usually less likely to run into a predator or get hit by a car though it does still happen from time to time unfortunately what does not get reduced is the likelihood of diseases being transmitted or the spread of parasites that those unfortunately are fairly common in barn cat colonies so really the best advice is to if you have cats keep them indoors even if they've already been going outside still keep them indoors anyway your cat won't be very happy about it but at least they'll be alive and safe and they will get over it a lot of measures that people put in place to try and control their cats going in and out oftentimes don't work like having a tall fence unless the fence is specifically designed to keep cats inside then the cat is going to find its way past it or over it a lot of people say that cats need to go outside because the cat loves it i'm sure they do until something eats them people complain that the cat has to go outside because their litter box smells well change the litter box if you can't do that then you really shouldn't be owning a cat in the first place if a cat likes the sun itself then let it sit by the window if you don't have one then get one or just deal with it if you can't keep them in figure it out that's kind of your job your responsibility as a pet owner that would never be acceptable for any other kind of animal like if dog owners just decided that their dogs can just run out in the neighborhood whenever they want they can't just control them that's not okay and it really shouldn't be okay for cats either you always let them out yeah don't let it out anymore it'll get over it your cat likes to exercise and likes to play with other cats you can deal with that indoors give your cat some things to do some toys some stimulation to work with if you can't provide that to the cat then think about getting a different kind of pet like a tarantula those things don't need entertainment if you don't like tarantulas then maybe a fish if your cat is yelling all the time and acts like it needs to go outside it may need to be fixed like spayed and neutered or something also, the yelling is one of the reasons why your neighbors probably don't like having cats around in the first place, so try to respect that. One possibility is to actually put your cat on a leash. It looks a little weird, but people will do that, and the cat will learn to just get along with it and just take it outside on a walk, almost like a dog. But really, as a pet owner, it's your job to take care of your cat, to keep it healthy, keep it safe, and keep it happy. If you can't do that without letting it outside, you should really consider getting a different kind of pet. 
letting cats outdoors, unless it's for a specific purpose, like a brown cat, letting just regular pet cats outdoors is not good for the cat, it's not good for their surrounding environment, and it really should not be acceptable because it's not acceptable for any other kind of animal. People are so terrified about the ecological impacts about invasive monitor lizards and Burmese pythons escaping and ruining the environment. Well, that's really already happening with cats. And if anything, cats are actually having a worse, greater impact on the environment than Burmese pythons or Nile monitors are. And they should be considered unacceptable to leave outside for exactly the same reasons. Anyway, apologies for the kind of bummer of a topic of an episode. Tomorrow, I'll think about something a little more upbeat and uplifting. Maybe something about cooking. I haven't done one about those yet. Anyway, stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll see you guys around again some other time.